right suit to the hey everybody those people at your job they're not your friends that's true they're not your friends yep. they will flip on you you don't know them you haven't gone through nothing with them they don't those little good morning smiles and all that sort of that don't mean nothing those couple of happy hours you shared with that person yep. they don't mean nothing they will yep. flip on you do you ever feel like like we could be living differently you putting in your notice To the Any Last Words Pod. My mm-hmm. name is Keon, mm-hmm. aka Almighty the DJ. My name is Earl Lonnie Hooks in the building. Uh, special thanks to everybody joining us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, as well as YouTube. The God of me honors the God in each and every one of you. Keon is here with us today. You're back, sir. Hello. How are you? How are you doing? I'm good. It's been a couple of weeks. First of all, I want to say shout out to Mikey and Jessica for sitting in my place. You did this seat plenty of justice. I appreciate both of you. I enjoyed watching uh, the podcast and editing the videos and, Mm. you know, just looking at you guys, just doing your thing. Jessica rapping. Jessica rapping. Woo! Um, She had bars. She was (laughs) dropping a lot of bars. Fitness wellness bars on yeah, everybody yeah no um relationship bars one of the clips i put on here she had a bar about um motivation you know that little piece where she was talking about oh, motiv- i was when i was listening people to that, not usually operating off motivation yeah like well i can't find the motivation yeah, just yeah. finding an excuse oh it's raining oh it's too it's hot. hot and i'm just i you know it resonated with me because mm-hmm. i'm just like boy i'll be finding some excuses you fucking right <laughs> yes you do when was the last time you hit the gym I don't know. What's the excuse? Now tell me, what's the excuse? <laughs> see, you don't even got I one. See, I don't have a that, good one. See, that'd be a lot of people. Some people don't, don't even one. have an excuse. Yeah. But anyway, you know, that was good stuff. So yeah, yeah you're right. Definitely shout out to yes. Mikey for, you know, coming here and being funny, catching a cramp. Did you see him catching? I'm going to, this is going to be the last time I'm going to talk about I it. I didn't actually see that part. <laughs> I mean, I, I wish I, I wish I would have. Got to stretch, drink water. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah. No, shout out to him. That was yeah. cool. He came prepared. He had a lot of stuff to talk about. Jessica, again, very awesome. A lot of energy. Yes. She was. And, so. I, and I knew that that was going to be perfect, too, because she had listened to this for so yeah. long. She knew everything. And she hasn't changed a bit. No. You know what? I Well, let me not say that. Th- this is this is what I'll say. What? Because I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you're talking yeah. about the essence of, of yeah, her. Yeah. The, pers- just her the personality. Bubble. She walked in here. First thing I saw, she had these big ass like uh, rainbow earrings yeah, on. I know and I'm things. like, that's her. Right. <laughs> so you're right. That essence has not mm-hmm. changed. But something that I did enjoy watching was. I, I mean, again, this was so long ago now. This was like eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And we haven't spoken since then. So I thought like that that in was person. yeah in person. Right, right. So right, I right. thought that that was like a really dope thing to do for us to come yeah. here and, and get that off. Yeah. Now, clearly, I mean, I left her when I'm you know 23. When I say I left her, don't hold on a second. What I mean is like we left each other. We left our memories of each other at that place, right? Yeah. We left each other in physical space, and then. I, I saw like the seeds planted then of this person, like who this person could become, right? I saw the things that were at the forefront of their mind back then. The Did things you see that they, her becoming a fitness guru? Yes. Really? Okay. Yeah, okay. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, de- I, I definitely saw the beginnings of that. Mm-hmm. And 
I just saw her trying to <clears throat> understand more about the world, understand more about herself, find some Zen, some serenity. Like I, I saw the makings of these things. Right. So it made that it made sense to me that she came on here and was rapping the way that she was mm -hmm. like that. That made complete sense. Yeah. Yeah. The, just all this information and existential research has just now been bubbling, bubbling up and taking place all these years that I wasn't there. You, you kind of forget when you see celebrities on TV or like a music artist that was popping back in the day, you you forget that those are real people. Yeah. So then when you see like a child actor and they're an adult, you're like, oh shit, like you yeah. you kept growing up. Yeah. <laughs> like look at you, like you continue to grow with the rest of us. It's the same thing. Like yeah. you see someone that you that you cared about, you were with, you spent time, mad time around mm -hmm. and you saw the makings of that person in a yeah. sense, right? You saw them in their early 20s, which is extremely important in someone's life. They're, yeah. they're ingesting, digesting yes. a lot of important information that's gonna make them who they are. Your 20s will make or break you. Right, exactly. And, and what her and I spoke about was, it's great when you find out that the people you've cared about, it the 20s made them. Mm -hmm. It didn't break them. Mm -hmm. Because when you, because it, it, it happens all the time when you see people and you're like, God, yeah. damn, life got at you. Yeah. Life has not been so good to you. So right. it's always great seeing someone be like, okay, you look healthy. You look like you're taking care of yourself. You yep. look like you're in a good space of mind, yep. especially in this day and age. Yep. Everything is cool. And you seem like you have a good head on your shoulders. You're stable. Yep. Cool. Yep. You can you can sit in my house and do this pod with me. <laughs> like, yeah, like cool. Like I feel okay <laughs> with 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 doing that for you. Yeah. And and that's something I have to think about too because opening this up to have more people on it, which yeah. is something I want to do. Is, yeah. It's interesting, but I just by having you here, Mikey here, Jessica here, I'm, and I have conversations with people all the time. Mm -hmm. I think everyone knows that. But you have to you have to take on different energies. Yep. You, you're, you're, you're not really sparring. I won't put it that way because then that makes it seem combative. But you are dancing mm -hmm. with someone new mm -hmm. every time you do it. So you're trying to find their rhythm and understand. It takes two to tango. Exactly. So, it, it, you know, it, it's no, this is this has been fun. But OK, I took it away from you. Shout out to Jessica and Mikey. <laughs> but, but continue. But yeah. Um, can I introduce a word of the day, my friend? Yes, sir. OK. <laughs> Keon's word of the day. All right. So. New semester of school just started. I'm taking on a lot uh, more classes than I usually do. Um, it is it's it it's just starting, but it's already feeling very interesting and certainly a little tougher than what I'm used to. But I will prevail. Um, <laughs> I will prevail. Yes. <laughs> but there is a word I learned in one of my classes um, that I feel like I've heard before, but hearing it again, it really made me think. So my word of the day, or let's say that this, or uh, go ahead, this podcast is brought to is us brought by metacognition. Metacognition. That is M-E-T-A-C-O-G-I-T-I-O-N. Metacognition. I'm sorry. C-O-G-N-I-T-I-O-N. Metacognition. I was looking, I was like, ah. Yeah. Yes, metacognition. Um, metacognition is the awareness and understanding of one's own thought processes. Wonderful. Um, and and listen, guys, I didn't even I ain't even been getting deep on here. Really, I don't think 
I've been chilling for a few weeks, yeah. having a good old time. Here comes Keon while I'm trying to have a good time and relax and have some laughs. And now he want to talk. Get, no, and we, now we, he want to talk about metacognition. We going to get to the laughs. Do it. We'll get to the laughs. Do it. Um, so I just read the definition and now I'm just going to apply it to myself. Um, being in school is, you know, it definitely gets your brain in a different place. Yeah. It makes you start thinking more than usual. You know what I'm saying? Just because you have all these, all this, all this stuff, all these assignments, all these things mm-hmm. being thrown at you. And it, it just gets you to thinking. But as you're thinking, don't you ever, you, 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 at some point you have to stop and think about what you're thinking about. And it's not just, that doesn't just have to do with school, but it has to do with life. Was and, I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah. I just have to ask this question as a garnish on what you're saying. Sure. Is is this something that you just had a revelation about? Think it be, when you learned about metacognition. Well, it's something that I guess I just I've never put a word to. Before. Understood. Understood. I, you know, yes. when when the word was introduced to me, I was like, I feel like that word is familiar, but I've never really put it like really just put it in my brain into sequence like. This is what that is. Mm-hmm. You do this all the time. Mm-hmm. This is what that is, though. And the reason that I bring up school with it is because I'm like, okay, Keon, I feel like the word metacognition is another way or another, it's another way to hold yourself accountable. Okay. Because it's like- Elaborate. Tell me more. It's like, okay, so we're we're all thinking. We're all constantly thinking. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But when we stop to think about what we're, you know, what when we stop to think about what we're thinking about, I'm just like, okay, well, Keon, why did you do that? Why did you when you thought that you were going to do this? Why did you think you were going to do it that way? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, yes, yes. And so not only I like where we're headed. I like why where did you headed. think you were going to do it that way? Well, okay. Well, did it work out? Right. That that the way that you processed that thought did it work out? No. Yes. Who knows? Right. So I'm thinking about all the times that I've just, you know, I've waited to the last minute to do an assignment and then I've kicked myself in the ass for it later. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, you knew that was going to happen, though. Right. You knew that if you waited to the last minute, you knew that it was going to stretch you if out. If you exercised any sort of foresight. Yeah. Yes. So I'm just like, OK, metacognition, like, damn, this this word is so relevant. Mm-hmm. Like it's but then I got to thinking like. Well, what about the people that don't practice metacognition? The people that are just out here just doing things and not considering consequences or not thinking about what they did after the fact. And Keon, this is fucking hilarious that you're bringing this up for a million different reasons. But the main reasons being, this is what I've been talking about on this podcast for like 50 episodes, this, this, whatever that bulk of episodes was where mm-hmm. I was, just, it probably started around 56, maybe ended uh-huh. around 60, 65, something, where I'm just trying to insert knowledge and awareness <laughs> into people's mind. Like that is, that is what I'll be talking about is yeah. what happens. That's what I was talking about when, when my dad came on the podcast yeah. is the way that people think. And when you think it's, it's great to have this inclusive accepting world that we're this seems like we're headed in and mm-hmm. everybody wants to accept new people mm-hmm. but you you still need to to have the conversations of why we're doing certain things like yep. that should always be a question yes. and so 
when you have loved ones in this world that want to live comfortably and you care about their quality of life mm-hmm. and them living comfortably, yep. that to some degree rests on the metacognition of other people. Yeah. We are one living, breathing organism together. Yeah. Right. And we true. all work together in each other's lives and we there are degrees of separation and you, you may not know how the guy at the gas station, how he connects to you. Mm-hmm. You may not know it, but that doesn't mean that that connection's not there. Right. So, yeah, all of this makes sense. People ought to be thinking about what it is they're thinking and right. how they're thinking about it. And if that is optimum yeah. and if they w- would care to maximize the right. way that they think about things. I know. How does this how does this thinking affect me on a daily basis? But how also how does it affect other people? You know what I'm saying? Okay. Which is basically what you just said. Yes. But I was just like, damn, man, like there's there's a word for this. There's a word for there's these, a word for everything. There's a word for these overlapping thoughts yes. that are happening and hopefully in everybody's minds. You, we would hope. Nah, you would hope, but but bro, when you just see, when you just observe people, mm-hmm. like I observe people, mm-hmm. I'm like, there's no, there's no thinking there. And yeah. I brought that to you when I talked to you about the uh, Nathan C. Schaefer book, mm-hmm. the, uh, thinking and learning to think. Oh, I can't take this car right now. Sorry, Uzima, I love you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it, it's it's crazy. But people are not actually processing. All the all the information that they're getting from from their senses, right? All this mm-hmm. stimuli that's popping all the time. Like mm-hmm. there's so many things going on. Mm-hmm. So my word to not counter your word, but to accompany your word, okay. to complement your word, okay, is epistemology. Oh yeah, E P I S T E M O L O G Y. Epistemology noun, a branch of philosophy that investigates the origin, nature, methods, and limits and limits of human knowledge. And so most people think that they do things because it's the right thing to do. That's what most people work off of. It's not necessarily logically sound all the time, but people do things because they feel and from their perspective that's what they're supposed to be doing. People like to think that they're good people for themselves or for the for the universe. Well, we'll see that that depends because you could ask people if they feel like what they're doing for them is is also good. Be, I talked to my dad about this on the pod too. And this is definitely starting off as a deep pod right now. It is not going to end there, but that's the way it started and that's that's great. It, it when you're when you're when you're talking to people you i can deem things unreasonably or irrationally or disrespectfully or uh irresponsibly mm-hmm. selfish mm-hmm. but then there are things that are responsibly selfish right there they like you have a certain amount of money in your bank account right now Yes. You also care about human beings. These both both of these things exist in your life, in your consciousness. If you could, you would help more people. Yes. You can walk outside right now. You can go to DC, you know the spots, and you can start handing out food, money, whatever you want. That's going to lower that number that's in your bank account. Yes. And you can go until you hit zero. Mm-hmm. Is that 
responsibly selfless? Like, is it okay for, do you think it would be okay for you to do that? Knowing you also have child, you have a fiance, you have your life you have to take care of. So you can do some things that you feel like are good for you and good for other people. You can do some things that you feel like, you know, are bad for you and bad for other people. Like there's, there's a mixture there. There's always like some dichotomy split screen thing that you have to work with. Right. And you have to maintain balance, you know, if, if you can attain balance first, but yeah, I, I just, uh, so, so possibly, but I do think that people think that they do things for the right reasons mm-hmm. and, and they will use p- plausible deniability if for any reason it's not the right thing mm-hmm. for a lot of people. They'll find a way to, you know, wrangle the conversation and manipulate it and make it seem as though they're doing the right thing. Right. But either way, that's what I think. I bring the word epistemology in because it's pretty much saying that it is about what someone thinks they know and why they think they know that. Mm-hmm. And so in that book, Impossible or How to Have Impossible Conversations by James Lindsay and Peter Bogosian, I believe are the names. They talk about questioning people. And I just listened to a TED Talk podcast the other day about calling people in instead of calling people out. Hey, you're stupid. You're a bigot. You're a racist. Why did you do that? Why did you do people in? Yeah. Yes. So instead of calling people out, this was a TED Talk done by a woman. I forget her name now. But it was done by a woman. Maybe I'll find it. And I believe black woman. And it yes. was it's her job for sure. For sure. It's her job to. Where is this? It is her job to sort of usher people out of hate groups. Hmm. So she has spoken to many, you know, KKK members. And just and just listen to them mm-hmm. and just talk to them about stuff. And there be be people that are leaving hate groups. Like I don't want to hate anymore. I don't want to do this. This is stupid. I've had some good conversations, and those conversations have led me to understand that I actually don't just hate black skin. You guys actually aren't just inherently lesser people than us. Right. So when you ask certain questions about what people feel, hey, you know what? You just said that I don't agree. I, I, I don't I don't like it. I felt like it was insensitive or whatever. Forget all that stuff. That's interesting that you that you worded it that way. Like, tell me tell me more about this. Like, why'd you use that word? How do you how do you feel about this? Mm-hmm. Like who like who ushered you into this? Like when did this when did Let's this get down thought, to the bottom of this? Yeah, like you just start asking, but you have to remain a curious person. And that's something I think a lot of people have just thrown to the wayside or just, you know, I don't know, dissipated and they're growing up and getting jaded with the world. Whatever the case is, a lot of people are missing curiosity, which in turn leads them to not have originality and all this other stuff that I've written these essays on. But that's 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 definitely uh, the key is calling people in, having good conversations with them, remaining curious and, and going in your conversations with your conversational partner with a real objective being something like, Let's try to understand each other better. Yes. So you ask those sort of questions and then you get not only do you get a better understanding of someone else's metacognition or mm-hmm. their epistemology, mm-hmm. but they also get a better understanding of their epistemology, their metacognition. OK. And, and so that way now, now the yeah, wheels I, are turning. I was, I, oh, my God. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say you. I literally was just about to say you've just added more cogs to like their machine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. More cogs to their cognition. 
Damn, nigga, bars. Yes, sir. Bars. Yes, sir. Damn. Big, big bars. Big bars. I'm here to pod today. <laughs> I'm in this bitch. Um, so now I'm gonna get to some funny shit real quick. If you are you done? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, go for it. I'm, I'm in my little thing. I'm gonna get some to some funny shit real quick. Um, so at my job. Yeah, buddy, we Hold back up. at it. Cause is this is this are we going into part three of your saga? Cause there have been two parts now. People been waiting around for you to come back. You on the pod? Are we gonna? Because fi- we can't just finish the saga where it ended, where we just left off on the last I mean, episode. What? How would it continue? By, uh, I mean, we'll, by me we'll, telling you, should I? I should talk about that conversation on the phone. Well, listen, you gone now, so you might as well air the place out. <laughs> Fuck it, it doesn't matter. You don't gotta call the place. You don't gotta let them know <laughs> what store number it is, what city, what street it's on. But you just let them know. Because we need to figure out, we need to be thinking about this guy's metacognition from this story. Okay. So, the job that I was previously talking about on the last couple of pods, I'm leaving there soon. (laughs) Uh, And one may ask, why? Because keep in mind that in part one of this, he had gotten the job. So, this is, what, three weeks in? Four weeks. Has it been a month already? Yeah. It's like, I started there in like like mid-June. Okay. All right. Yeah, so it's I, been a little while. Yeah. But, it's, okay. been, it's been a few months. But um, not. But not out of the probationary period. Not. Not. Not ninety days um, though. Um. Ninety days passed like a week ago. Ah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um. So I'm leaving there, <laughs> and it's for a few reasons. One, I, I the location is just not where I wanted to work. Okay. Uh, when I when when I interviewed for this position, they asked me where I would be willing to go because they said they had a few places they could put me. And I was like, okay. And I told them where I was willing to go. We all know how I ended up staying where I am now, mm-hmm. which is not in the list of places that I told them where I wanted to go. Wasn't even in the list. You had a li- you had a couple places. I, yeah, that, I had about four places that wow. I named, and they put me somewhere that I did not name. Wow. And. It's just, the commute is just a little too much for me. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to, well, not trying to. I found somewhere that's a little bit better for me. One. What's the commute so people that drive longer than that can hate you? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I had, a, I had a professor one time that told me she knew a dude. I think it was like her brother-in-law that would drive like four hours a day to drive up to D.C. from wherever he was at. And no, I, had a, um, I had a Spanish teacher in like. The ninth grade that drove all the way from Pennsylvania to Osborne every day. What is you? What are you talking to me? What is what? what I guess me, the wages me, weren't like let me that. Pull in, up, in let, me, let me no. I fuck the wages. Let me look at the Ways app right now. <laughs> fuck the wages. I don't, Let's I look at the Ways app. I, I let couldn't me tell you. In. I couldn't tell you what part let of Pennsylvania. Me, I don't care. I just want to just because look. I just type in Pennsylvania. We are 168 miles away. Let's look where we at. What we looking at? What we looking at? Ways. Let me know. This this ridiculous. Go ahead. All right, but go um, ahead. So Pennsylvania. Yeah. So yeah, I had yeah that people do that. Now, what's funny about what you just brought up is the fact that four when, hours. It's too much for four four hours, hours back to come forth. teach y'all little badass kids at Osborne that don't give a shit about what she's talking what, about. The wages in PA must be trash. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, pay your teachers. Yeah, Te- they're important. Pay your teachers, yes. Pennsylvania. Yeah, teachers are way underpaid. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, so it's funny that you say that because when they told me they was when they first told me that like, you know, yeah, I think, you know, we want you to stay here. And, uh, you know, they asked me how I felt about that. And I was like, I mean, it's a little further away than I liked it to be. Right. You know what they said? Oh, well, you know, in, in the DMV, it's it's pretty customary to, you know, kind of drive like an hour. hour hey, listen, hey, listen, buddy. Don't tell me what's customary. I'm a grown man. I this isn't my first job. I know I I've been around. And Don't tell me what's customary. That's exactly what I was saying. I was like, that might be okay for you, right? That doesn't mean that it just got to be okay for me because right. you said that. Well, clearly, there's a lot of things that is okay for them if that person you're talking about right now is still working there. Yeah, yeah, because you're only there for 90 days and you're leaving. Yeah, so I clearly they they just have a lower uh they just they just have a lower bar set for certain things. Um, before we got on this pod, I, I told you that I had told somebody that I was leaving, and this nigga was like, "Oh, you saw the light? Do you saw the light?" Um, he's stuck in the darkness. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, um, things just aren't they're, they're not working out there for me. You know, I'm tired of working late. I'm tired of getting home at ten thirty. Mm. Like, hey, niggas with nine to fives just laughing at me right now. You know what I mean? Um, hey, that's okay. Cause you know what I mean. You came over here. You you dedicated driving out yeah, here I, to the, to the pod. Yeah, I came straight. Hey, from work everybody, understand? To this Hold podcast. on a second. Flowers given to Keon because they don't know. They don't know that you just worked the full day's job and then, yeah. and then drove out and, here, drove an hour I'm, out from work to come do the pod. I'm here. They don't I'm know. Here. Um, yeah, I mean that's you know that's I did miss two weeks, but I'm still dedicated. I'm still <laughs> dedicated. I'm still here. I'm still standing. I'm but, still um, strong. So yeah, I mean the commute sucks. The hours suck. I'm about to go to a place where I'm, I'm getting off at like five thirty, six o'clock mm, every day. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Regular ass hours. Yes. Like for a you know what I'm saying for a regular person that has a family at home with a kid. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Somebody yes. that's in school. Yes. Just regular hours. Um. I, I need it. Mm. I need it. Mm. Um, so, you know, that's another reason why I'm leaving. But I got to tell you, um, my, <laughs> my boss, my boss that I work with, um, I'm, I'm not, you know, he's a nice guy. I'm not going to take that away from him. But I'm just. Wait. What? Who is a nice guy? The nigga you was on a phone no, call with? No, oh, no, no, no. Okay, because no, I'm no, like, hold no. on. You not just absolving no, him. No, no, no. Okay, no, no, of, no, no. of his fuckery. No, no. We're not doing that. No, I'm, I, nah, not him. Because I'm really, I'm about to pull all these words apart. <laughs> um, so, yeah, my direct manager. Yes. He's a nice guy. Yes. But he, he just be on some shit. Sometimes I don't like. He spends a lot of time in his office. Yes. You know what I'm saying? He likes to manage over the radio. Mm -hmm. Don't be coming out. And when he is mm -hmm. coming out, this nigga is just fixing folders and putting uh, things where they need to go. And yeah. I'm just like, we got people for that. Yeah. Why are you doing that? Floor presence. You know, just let you know that I, I'm eyeing some stuff that you guys not, aren't necessarily seeing. Let me go not, ahead and organize. Not enough. Not enough floor presence. Uh, there's, there's a reason why three managers in the environment have quit in the last three months. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, and I said I was going to do this, too. I think the, the name we gave him was William. Yeah, well, Shout out to William because we shat all over William talking about, oh, well, his work ethic was still trash. Yeah, his work ethic but was But he trash. was saying that the place was sucky. He didn't want to be there. Whatever, however he said it to mm -hmm. you, like, run away. Yep. Exactly. And we and, were just like, oh, this guy, man, you can't take his work. 
But I also said that you have to, that it's not that you just can't take people's words when you go into a new job. Because yeah. there's always going to be people, this is the person I am. There's always people you're going to meet that are just bubbly no matter what. Oh man, this place is so great. It's amazing. You're going to love it. You just got to keep your head down, stay around the right people, blah, blah, blah. Do your job. You're going to be good. You're going to have those people. Yep. And you're going to have the people on the opposite end of the spectrum. They're be like, this place fucking sucks. The manager is getting his dick sucked in the in the back room over there. <laughs> they don't care about hours, blah, blah, blah. The scheduling is sucked. They don't work with you. They're going to be those people. Yep. And then you're going to have people like me. And when people come to work with me, I don't tell you not. Don't ask me any questions. <laughs> don't ask me. Unless it has something to do with actual protocol, with actual, like... <laughs> I'm dead serious. Like, I, bro, don't I, ask me shit. Don't ask me about so. Uh, yeah, so tell me. So tell me about that. I've heard about so and so. So tell me about him. I no. See for yourself. I don't know nothing. See for yourself. I'm not giving you. Yeah, I'm not giving you any notion yeah. of what's going on. You yeah. figure that out for yourself because yep. I don't want to pollute or taint anything. Yep. You figure it out. I'm, I'm not gonna be half of your metacognition. Yeah, I know. Absolutely not. And on top of that, I'm also not going to be just saying anything to you because who knows how our relationship goes and then yeah, a week, yeah. a week, two weeks down the road. Yeah, so I talked to him. Yeah. Told me, uh, he was talking big shit about this place. Yeah, so I, so no. Gotta I, watch out for him. I've seen too many people flip in the workplace. Right, right. So, to the, A, everybody, those people at your job, they're not your friends. That's true. <laughs> They're not your friends. Yep. They will flip on you. You don't know them. You haven't gone through nothing with them. That don't if those little good morning smiles and all that sort of that don't mean nothing. Very, those couple of happy hours you shared with that person, yep. it don't mean nothing. They will yep. flip on you. Very rarely will somebody die on the cross for you at work. No, I, no, that's not going. I mean, people will flip. On you in a they, moment. They will not die on that hill with you. Oh my gosh. I was just talking to someone about this earlier today. I've always hated people that I, I've talked about this before with you with Mikey that just ruin the party for everyone else. Mm -hmm. Whether it's dudes fighting in a party, act like an actual party yeah. and ruin it for everyone else, mm -hmm. whatever the case is. And people at work, they'll find a way. I hate snitches. I've never understood. <laughs> I've, I, because when you snitch, if you're about to go to prison, you're snitching because you're about to get a lesser sentence. Yes. Right. And people would say, nah, man, you don't listen. If, if you were part of the code, if you were part of the creed, mm -hmm. you was in the streets, you was doing the dirt, then you know that you just take whatever dirt and you go to prison. And that's that you were doing the dirt. That's what you were supposed to. That's what you're supposed to do. If you rolling with us, I'm just I'm just saying you don't just go sell everybody out because you got caught. Right. Right. That's the whole point. And, and I wouldn't. Growing up, I was never that kid mm -hmm. that if me and a bunch of people were doing something and I was the only one that got caught, I'm be like, well, so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so was doing it too. Yeah. Like, that's wild. I'm not yeah. doing that. And that is one of those experiences or one of the instances where I'm not getting a lesser sentence. I'm just telling on other people. Exactly. And I never understood that. But aside from just telling on people, mm -hmm. people haven't even been r raised with that sort of street credibility or street knowledge to know what dry snitching is mm -hmm. like and, and, and how to not fuck something up for the next person. So somebody will be doing something. That person could be me, you know, allegedly in this story where I'm getting away with something. Yeah. There's something I'm doing at work. I'm not supposed to be doing it ever at all. And then someone catches wind, like someone that I've kind of gotten comfortable with. I don't I don't care if they kind of see whatever it is I'm doing. I'm just, you know, going through the motions, doing whatever it is I'm doing. 
It don't matter what dirt it is. I'm doing something I'm not supposed to be doing. Yeah. And they see it and they want to take part. So then they start doing it. <laughs> I, I, I hate when people do that <laughs> because no one has ever because of the metacognition. Because because I know that whoever the next person is after me didn't they're not thinking about it on the level I am. Mm -hmm. They're not thinking they about the steps in. taken yeah. exactly to conceal one's fuckery, to get away from certain things, to hide in closet mm -hmm. the bad thing. Like they don't they don't know how to do that. They just trust so they the do process. just do things out in the open and then they ruin it for everyone. True. Now I wasn't drinking at work. Okay. But there were some people that were a long time ago. They don't work there anymore. Uh -huh. Those people got called. They, they got called down cause they got caught just having vodka out somewhere. They just had it like in a little cup, like a cup. but they just, they're walking around again. I'm a very aware person. So I know how to act. Not that I would ever drink at work, but if I did, I would know how to act around people. Yeah. I know how people are looking at me right, still. Right. I still have that that wherewithal. Yep. So I can still be cool and get what I need to be. Mm -hmm. But some people just drink and think it's a party and they get loose. Yeah. And they get in rare form and they start acting crazy start and talking spilling, to people differently. Exactly. You spilling mimosas. People acting differently. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So then those people end up getting caught, taken down security, and then breathalyzers get taken out. And then Ouch. they and then they call the whole team. Ouch. The whole, everybody, everyone in this room, all 13 of y'all come down and do this breathalyzer test. Ouch. Now, some people would have been fired that day if it was a real breathalyzer and they wasn't just scaring people by using the word breathalyzer, but they really like some little like Listerine type strips that you put in your mouth and it's supposed to turn a certain color if you're drunk and nobody's turned that color. So everybody walked out scot-free. <laughs> I think there was just some old ass strips that were just sitting in the back of a file cabinet so. somewhere and they just pulled them out. I, I like, guess so. And everybody, people was in there drunk as fuck just taking a little strip and be like, oh, guess I passed and, wa <laughs> and walking out of there. But anyway, all this is just to say I just don't like when people ruin other things for other people. Yeah. But that was a little tangent. Um, So I'm going to just... I'm going to just skip to, to putting in my notice. Yes. Uh, I put in my notice. My direct boss was, oh, okay, okay. Right. Uh, okay. Well, you know, the, the district manager, he'll probably want to have a conversation with you. And I'm thinking like, okay, yeah. You know, make, I, that sounds, yeah, that's that makes sense. Yeah, I'll talk to him. Sounds you know. standard. Yeah, it sounds standard. Next day I come in. He comes back. He comes up to me. He was like, hey, uh, district manager wants you to give him a call. Sorry, sir. Okay. <laughs> he, was like, he was like, hey, district manager wants you to give him a call. And I was like, all right, yeah, let me go back here. I'll give him a call. Go into the office. Number sitting there on a, on, a, uh, on a little notepad. Pick up the phone, dial the number. And he answers the phone. And I was like, hey, it's Keon. He was like, Keon, Keon, you got to help me understand. You putting in your notice right now, like during the like the busiest time of the year, you're going to put in your notice. You're going to leave us in the busiest time of the year. So let's go through these one by one. These things that he says, I don't see. There's a couple of things I don't like about this already. Communicationally speaking yeah. from a technical standpoint. One, don't ask me questions to which you already know the answer, uh -huh. because that means now you, you're playing me. 
Like you're you're trying, you're trying you're playing a game right now. Yeah. Because what do you want me? You want me to just answer your yes, yes. I'm putting him in my two weeks in the busiest time. Yeah. Yes, right now. Like what do you what do you mean? Yeah. So yeah, I already don't like that. That's already spicy. Without the tone, however, you act, right. with without the tone, yeah. Don't ask me a question to which you already know the answer. You already uh, know. Uh, You've been notified. I'm leaving. Yes. Don't ask me if I'm leaving. Continue. Yeah. And so he's like, he was like, so I, he was like. Why'd you even take the job? <laughs> he was like, "You like, please tell me why did you even take the job?" And I'm just like, "I mean, we were in the middle of a pandemic. A lot of people didn't have jobs, and a lot of people needed jobs." Yes, and I have a you, son, sir. <laughs> I was like, I "Do need- you know that it's Child Support Awareness Month, sir? <laughs> did Did you know that?" <laughs> I'm like, "I needed a job." Because you on? I needed a job, and you guys hit me back. You were one the one of the first people to hit me back, and. I took this job because I needed a job. Like, I don't know why that, you know, why that's just a weird question to ask somebody. I took the job for the reason that anyone would take a job because right. we need money to pay bills. Yeah. That's why I took the job. And so, so he's like, mm-hmm. so, so this ain't even really what you wanted. Like you didn't even want this. Like you, <laughs> like, you know, if you had, you had other jobs like lined up, like I don't even, he was like, I don't even think you should have took it. I, don't, I wish you hadn't taken the job. <laughs> Nigga told me, I wish you hadn't, taking the job this, this nigga sunned me like a big brother and said i wish you were never born yeah but that, yeah but that's okay though because i you know i listen maybe later on he'll learn maybe after he simmers down he'll understand that that was just a stupid place to come from well and the thing is is with me i'm the type of person like i understand why you're mad I can un- I can understand one thousand percent i understand why you're, you're in upset. a predicament yeah <laughs> you need another manager yeah. and fast yeah I understand why you're mad because a lot of people might ask me, you know, why I didn't like turn up on this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Even my fiance, she was like, oh, you nicer than me. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Yeah, I would have yeah. said this, that, I whatever. Couldn't have, couldn't have been me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people might question why I didn't like turn up on this nigga. But that's just not the type of person I am. No one that actually listens to this podcast is asking themselves, why didn't Keon turn yeah. up? Yeah. No one's thinking that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no one. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I completely understand why you're upset. Yeah. And that's fine with me. Doesn't matter because I'm I'm still leaving at the end of the day. Right. That's where my mind is. Right. You can say all these things that you want. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's fine. Yeah, it's I'm, just like a bad I'm breakup. Out. But not even like a, a breakup like you've been with someone for a long time and actually set down a foundation and, yeah. and you guys think you're about to build something. I'm talking about you've been dating someone for like a few months. But in that, you understand, you don't think that you meet someone off Timber, Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, any anything match, J-Date, Black Planet, whatever's still popping. Mm. You don't think that you're meeting someone on that. Did you and say then, Black Planet? Yes, I did. <laughs> when you, you meet someone off of that, Christian Mingle, you meet someone off of that, and then you guys have a date in a couple of dates, and then they're just off of dating apps. Uh-huh. That's not what you think. Or or you're naive. And right. you and you do think that well, after they went on a date with you, you just you just stopped. You right? You use the perfect word there, naive. Because when he was like, when he asked me, oh, so this ain't, this is not, this is not really what you wanted, huh? Like, this ain't what you wanted. You know, you, if you had all these other jobs, you know, calling you lined up, I don't know, why did you even take this? Like, this ain't what you wanted. And I'm just like, I'm just like, well, nigga, if you thought that I applied here, this is the only place I applied for, and I just desperately wanted to work here, you are a fucking 
fool. Right. A fool. But that's why I liken it to the dating. <laughs> because I'm on the dating app to meet people. Yes. So you can't just think that I met you and like that was just it. Right. You thought I went on Indeed and just applied here. And just applied j- here. And just waited for months hoping that you guys would call me. Right. No. And then di- <laughs> and then didn't give any other places in well and, and then let's say just take a step back. I did apply at a bunch of different places, but then I took yours. And then when other places started hitting me back with other options and ideas about how I could live life and where I could be and what the commute would be and what my what the salary would be, what the benefits would be like, if they hit me up with this information, I'm just going to trash it. Yeah. Just just because I'm here with you. Yeah. Talking to me like this. Like, I'm just you thought I was just committed to this for the next 10 years. Yeah. No. Because I took the job simply yeah. because I took the job. And he, he started talking about um. he was like, you know, like we we like we vetted you so and so from the HR, you know, that you had an interview with. Like we went through all them interviews. Nigga, you gonna go do some more interviews. Yeah, go do some more interviews. Yeah. He was like, we, you know, you know how much money it costs to train you? Nigga, you training a lot of people. Yes. You're gonna have to pay that money no matter what. Sir, I understand that I came here. I stayed for the probationary period. I've seen three managers leave. I understand that you stay in your or that my manager be in his office. I understand that you're upset that I'm leaving now. Um I understand what it means to you at this juncture of the year. Yes. I understand all of these things. I understand it costs mad money for you to train me. I understand it's going to cost a lot of money and time for you to train the next person. Mm -hmm. I understand that you vetted me and you went through all these things and you think that I'm great and you kind of moved this guy out of this position so I could have this position. Great. I I understand all these things. Guess what? (laughs) I'm leaving still. So, and and what and this thing that he's doing and this is what was boggling my mind when you first talked to me about it. This isn't a good way to turn me around. No. Well, <laughs> and that's the thing. So, metacognition. Metacognition. What are you thinking, sir? Are you truly thinking to yourself that the way you're addressing me mm-hmm. is going to make me say, you know what? You're right. You have done a lot for me. I do owe you and this company. Let me go ahead and call this place and turn that back down. That's the thing. Like, the way he was talking to me, he was making it seem like I owed him something. Right. And, like, so he was like, he's like, we got you in the one of the top five performing performing facilities in the company. Like, and I'm just thinking, like, yeah, I mean, you do. But, like, you, I'm, once again, why do you think that that ties me to this place? Right. For for several years. Why do you think that? Just because you put me here, didn't want to be here. Mm-hmm. First of all, it's not the not the place I applied for. Mm-hmm. This I'm here because this was convenient for y'all. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, something to to tag on this whole idea because this is about metacognition, mm-hmm. right? The people's thought process and whether they're processing it or not. This is why I've also brought meditation and yoga and all the and all this sort of practices to this pod because and just spoken about them because people are not processing their emotions. Okay. He's angry. Yeah. And until you learn how to be angry, sense the anger, know why you're angry, process it, understand it, let it dissolve, and then speak to someone. You you're not all this metacognitive. No. That's not even on his radar. Yeah. Is trying to look at it from your perspective or he that's not what's happening. Yeah. So he's like, you know, you ain't even like, you ain't even come to us, tell us that you had another offer on the table. You know what I'm saying? Like we could have you didn't even want to have a conversation with us. Nothing like that, huh? And I'm just like, I guess not. 
I mean, you know, I it, like, bro. Listen, the conversations. The, listen, the renegotiations right here. We have we having is, it right and now. That's the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing. When he said that, I'm just the whole time I'm thinking like, bro, you didn't even ask me why I'm leaving. Like we've been on the phone for like five minutes of you ranting. Right. You haven't even asked me why I'm leaving. Right. Well, I guess I guess the, the very first question was that actually was you gonna have to explain this to me. You gonna have to. I think that's that's what it was. You need to explain to me what is taking place. But what is happening? I would have if he if he really wanted to know why I was leaving. He didn't ask it the right way. Well, no, he didn't do any of this the right way. Right. That's the whole point. That's the whole yeah. reason why I wanted you to say it. Yeah. No. Nothing. Yeah. He has done has been correct. Yeah. <laughs> But um, so yeah, I'm starting a new job. On Monday. <laughs> uh, see, see, see them boys later. I'm gonna see you. You ain't never later. seen you ain't never seen nobody on the applications oh, like on. Keon hold be on. on the applications. Hold on, hold on, one more time, one more time. So he so he hits me with the like. He's like um, he's like I mean at least you at least you put in a notice. He was like you know how many managers managers I've had that just didn't put in a notice and they begging me to come back because they thought the grass was greener on the other side. Boy, I tell you, after the conversation we had, you ain't never got to worry about me calling anybody up in this bitch ever again. You think I'm a? You think I'm gonna call you and ask for my job back? Right, especially after, after you said that I would end that. up calling you for yeah. your job back. Yeah. You think I'm gonna call you and ask for my job back? Right, because you already know what that call gonna sound like. Like you're just like. He gonna answer. He gonna be like, click. He gonna be like, <laughs> so you ready to come back? <laughs> so he was like, he was like, he was like, all them people that didn't put in their notices, they call me asking for their job backs. You know what I tell them? Over my dead body. That's what I'm saying. Like the words are too spicy. You yeah. can't, you can't use the word dead. Yeah. In this conversation, dead body. You so, can't use. Those so he's words. basically telling me like. At least you had the decency to put in a notice. I might accept you back, young blood. I might, I might accept you back. Ask nicely. <laughs> he didn't say. He didn't say. He didn't say it. But, but that's yeah. how it came off. Yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. Ask yeah. nicely. Say it in a baby voice. <laughs> get get down on your knees. No whoa. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Yo, if you're ma- what? The- because people's managers do talk to them wild. I hear stories all the time, but people tell me all the time, like, yo, so and so is an asshole, right? Like, they just said this to me. I'm like, why are they talking to you like this? Yeah. <laughs> They've never said a word to me remotely close to that. Yeah. Why are people treating you like this? Yeah. Like, no, I don't know anything about that. People yeah. get wild. Managers be getting wild stuff <laughs> off. Um, oh my god! But all right, so I'm over that. That's not even the story I was about to tell. Okay. Um, so you know those those the dusters for like keyboards, yeah, like canned airs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever heard of huffing? Yeah, yeah, like snorting and stuff, right? Like you still like breathe it. Yeah, so weird. We People sell, used to huff highlighters back in the day. We sell the 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 canned air yeah. at my job. And oh jeez! I never asked up until maybe about a week ago. I asked somebody. I was like, "Yo, why why do we put these in the lock boxes? You know, the little joints that you know you got to open with the magnet or whatever. Like, like why do we put these in the lock boxes? Like, it's, it's canned airs to clean off keyboards. Like, you know, what I'm saying, and 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 you know, CPUs, whatever and shit. else, yeah, yeah. And 
the story I heard after I asked that question was off the wall. So apparently sometime like last year or something, um, a customer came up to the front, was like, hey, you know, I was trying to go to the bathroom and the door was locked. Uh, you know, can, can somebody unlock it? First thing they thinking is like, why the fuck is the door locked? Like, who locks the door? To, like, why is the bathroom, the public bathroom door locked? Why is that? Mm-hmm. They go back there, you know, trying to trying to open it. I'm like, damn, this shit is not opening. Nigga, they they had to break the door down. It was a nigga in the bathroom in a stall, passed out, nose bleeding. Oh, canned air just on the floor. Nigga just wow. just passed out in the bathroom stall off some canned air. Nope. <laughs> bloody nose, <laughs> bloody nose, everything. Had to oh. had to call Yo. had to call the ambulance. To get this nigga out of here. Yeah, nah. Um, yeah, I don't, care. I, was, I don't care if it's the number five store, <laughs> number, number five branch in the U.S. or not. <laughs> I was like, I was like, like, where does it end? Got, like, I'm just like, there is no end. Like, People will find I, a way I to hate, get high. I hate to sound insensitive here, but it's like the addicts—they have no limits. No. No limits. Nah. Not one limit. N- not one limit. <laughs> And that brings me to a very funny story. Okay. From 202. This is a, oh. <laughs> All right. Because you know what? Because you you may have different recollection of this than we I do. We can tell it together. So, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with where I met him outside. You're going to set then, this up. And then you can tell me what happened. No, hold on. You know, you know you're going to know where to start. You're going to know where to start. Well, I mean, well, well, I mean, my starting of it is that I was a young, innocent boy, okay, in high school that had an awesome silver beach cruiser and rode that shit to a party oh. one night. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, very cool party, had a great time in there. Mm-hmm. And I come out hours later and the bike is missing. Yes. We get wind of who took the bike. Uh-huh. My brother, I think I've told this story on here before, definitely recently. Yeah. He beats this guy up. Yes. So the, that is where my relationship yes. with this person yes. ended. In in was I, I was in high school. I was probably like a freshman in high school or like mm-hmm. eighth grade or something like that. But my yeah, I was in eighth grade in high school. Got my bike stolen. My bro, my brother beat this guy up. Last I ever seen or heard from this guy, really. Fast forward. <laughs> so I'm coming home. Fast forward how many years are now uh, where this is this 2014, was, 2015, yeah, maybe, probably 2015, yeah, something 2016, like something, something like, like that. that. So I'm coming home from work one day, rolling up to our apartment complex, about to go in the building. I see we're going to call him Brian. Okay. I see Brian coming, I don't know, from somewhere. Um, He got some peoples next door. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, that's whatever. I see Brian. He's one of them people that I'm just, you know, you see him. He's like, hey, what's good? You know, how you been? A little dab um, up. Yeah, yeah, you know, little, you know I know you from high school. Um, yeah. I've, I've hung out with him post high school as well because he was, he was friends with um, my son's mother. Mm. Uh, yeah. So anyways. So I see him. I'm like, hey, well, you know, what's going on? What's up? You know, and, you know, we dap up and, um, and you know, it's, it's whatever. I go inside my apartment. <laughs> what? That is 
<laughs> I mean, I don't remember the conversation. No, that was it, had. no, it doesn't even matter. But like, from your regulation, that was pretty much like that was the gist. Yeah. That was the building block that this man needed for now the second half of the story. Yeah, I happen. mean, you know, it was like, hey, what's up? How you been? That's, that's, I hadn't seen him in a while. That's you know? hilarious. Okay. So I go inside. Me, you, Big Smokey J. Right. We go out to the balcony, roll something up. Right. You know, just, it's the end of the day. We trying to relax. Yes. I come back into the house for something or another. Yes. Water, whatever. There's a knock at the door. door. Look through the peephole. It's Brian. Yes. (laughs) Again, last time I've really seen Brian, he was getting beat up by my brother (laughs) for stealing my bike 10 years prior, whatever. He's at the door. I'm an adult now. I don't. I answer the door. Hey, <laughs> what's up? And he's like, oh, yeah, it's Keon here. I was like, yeah, yeah, Keon's here. He's like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, like I talked to him or whatever. So like that was pretty much all he had. I talked to him. So yeah, like, like, is he here? Like, can I talk to him? I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, it's fine. We all out back. Yeah. I don't really care. So we bring him out back on yeah. the balcony. Yeah. And now you looking at me. Yeah, I'm like, looking at you like, who, why is, is he here? Yeah, what is this nigga doing here? Like, because I didn't invite him to come over. That's and I didn't thing. know that. And he played it off in such a way to me to seem like y'all had something going on. And I'm wondering why you have something going on. But if you do, it's not my say. So it's your house. I'm going to let him in. So we come out back and... He just sits down. I think he had a friend with him, too. Yeah, somebody that another person from next door that he knew. Walked over. What's up, dude? What's going on? Yeah. They come, sit down. I think they roll a little something up. Yeah, I think they rolled something up, too. So now there's a lot of smoke in the air. Yeah, there's there's smoke in the air. Okay, at least he brought something with him. Right. Right. Okay, cool. Right. So, you know, we're mid-rotation. Definitely remember he held on to a little too long. Babysitters. Oh, yeah, it was it? Babysitters. Uh, yeah, man. man. Just come on. Okay. I, don't, I didn't remember that, that puff, detail. Puff pass. I, I know it's I old school, but like just puff, puff pass. You don't need more than that. Yeah. Just, yeah. So, we're sitting there chilling, you know, I guess having a decent time. or We're probably all still a little bewildered, wondering why, you know, he just rolled up in here, just rolled and knocked on the door. Mm-hmm. How he even knew which door it was. I don't know. Right. Um, so process of elimination. He knocked on three other doors. Oh, nah, Keanu in here. Oh, all right. That that would be crazy. That would be absolutely crazy. <laughs> did he or did he not take some pills out? That's what I'm about to get to. <laughs> okay. So we're all, you know, chilling, smoking. He proceeds to pull out some Xanax. Oh, that was that's a- what I believe it was. Okay. And just start crushing it up. Yeah. And you know, eventually he's just just snorting it. And, oh. and what's crazy is like you don't know it, like the vibes. You don't in know here. the vibes in here. You don't know if if we're into that. If we want right. that type of shit going on over here, right? And it it just brings me back metacognition. To metacognition. <laughs> yes. Like, are you thinking about what you're any of the decisions you're making? The decisions you're making. No the thought be, processes n- that n- you're doing. N- no, right now? because he's constantly drugged out. <laughs> Like, so, so that thought process is not a real like, thing. Sure, sure. We over here smoking, but it's like, niggas still have some respect for the house, nigga. Like, you don't know that that's what we, that we just okay with you A drug that. addict's mind is all of their mental faculties, all that great stuff that they could do is based on one thing and one thing only. How am I going to get high today? They I get because so. people get creative. They'll go to the staples and find an air can and just start huffing air. 
You know what I mean? People get creative. They will get high. Yeah. You not going to stop people from getting high. No, I, I, I see. They're getting high. So, yeah. So, we're just sitting here wondering just why he has the audacity to just start pulling out pills, smashing them up, and snorting them. Like, like we ain't even on that over here. Like, we don't, we don't, that's not what we on over here. Yeah, like, no. Like, you ain't even, like, you ain't even ask, like, hey, you know, would you mind if I, if I do this? Nah. Nothing. You ain't even, like, you ain't even asking it is nothing. And I don't know. I don't remember any type of conversation that we had. I'm sure it was trash. I'm certain but, of it. <sighs> so after he leaves, him and his friend leave, I, me, you, and Big Smokey, we all just kind of looking around like, what the hell just happened right now? Like, yeah, probably just, just probably just wasted a smoke session. Yeah. There only oh, yeah. been a couple times when oh, I yeah. felt like I wasted a smoke session, oh, yeah. and that was one of yeah. them, for it, sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. It's like, sure, like we're high, but like, was it worth it? <laughs> was it worth it? Was it worth it? Yeah, no. Yeah, no. I'd much rather just be sober and him not have come over. <laughs> like, I'd much rather just take in that. That would have been a much better alternative. Yeah. But now that we're on all this metacognition stuff and just thinking about people's identities and what they're thinking about who they are in the world and how they're moving and navigating things and yeah. whatever the fuck and whether or not people are perceiving them a certain way, whatever. I pull up one day, you know, we got a little dog park out here. Yeah. Hey, matter of fact, this is Child Support Awareness Month. That has to be said. Shout out to you again. We shout, keep Mikey and I shouted you out. I heard shout that. out Child Support Awareness Month. We gotta take care of these children. And that means Trying. In, and that means in that means in all ways. Not yeah. just sending money. Yeah. That means in all ways. In this day and age, I hear out there. That more people are adopting pets and saying "fuck the children," like we're just gonna have, we're just gonna get. Pets. I honestly, I get it. <laughs> it's no different if you're gonna have a child. I just think it's so crazy. We got to have licenses to do so many things, but you can just pop as many children out as you want. It's crazy. Having a pet is the same thing. Mm -hmm. So child support. If you think that your your pet is your child, you treat them like that, support that damn child. Yep. I pull up one day, dog park out, out front of my building. I'm trying to figure out this woman's metacognition. I pull up and I already know, I just sense that I'm about to see something that's entertaining. So I just parked the car and I just sit there. And there. <laughs> there is one lady in the dog park. Dog park is probably like 20 by 20 yards, mm. right? Pretty decently large. Yeah. And there's a compartment. There's a little partition at the beginning. You open one gate, you walk in, then there's another gate, right? It keeps dogs out. You can take the leash off, take, yeah. put it on, whatever. Little partition there. Then you open the next gate. Now you're in the dog park. Yep. There is a lady sitting on the one bench in the dog park with her dog. I don't know uh, species, but I, I do know that this was a poodle. Okay. Right. I don't know the different sizes, but this this was a poodle that this one had. little itty. See, now you're doing a lot. It was a little dog. That's all that matters. It was a, <laughs> it was a little dog. It's about a foot high. Uh huh. Just playing, running around, frolicking in the flowers, having a great time, minding its own fucking business, along with the lady minding her business, having mm -hmm. a great time, enjoying themselves. Mm -hmm. Beautiful day. Another woman is approaching the dog park. This woman has a dog probably 
15 times the size of this other dog. Oh boy. I don't know what type it is. So it looked like a husky, but with brown hair fur. It was just a large dog. Right. So like St. Bernard large, but not a St. Bernard. Okay. But it's a large dog. Beethoven. Yeah, like one of his large ass dogs. And I don't know, I've been hearing about people having their dogs on like different medications and stuff like that. I've known dogs that have like depression and anxiety and all sorts of stuff like that. And you like give the dog pills or whatever the fuck in this food. Like, like legit. Wow. I, I, yeah, I know it's a whole other world. Mm. Like dealing with, it's like having a child. Like okay. I said, you got the vet bills, you got the food, you got the clothing. Cause we be clothing them up, putting them in whole outfits. Like you take care of this thing for real. Mm. This dog's leg was shaking. Like it was like just one leg. Mm. And it was just it was just looking at the other dog before the first gate was even open. Oh boy. Before the woman opened the first gate, the dog's leg was just shaking. Oh my. Like it was just now I don't know again if this dog just has anxiety, if this dog just don't get out much, is just excited or whatever. But I see this dog looking at this other dog, it's not breaking its stare, and his leg is just shaking. Right. I'm thinking you shouldn't go in there. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Lady, you shouldn't go in there with your dog right now. I'm in my car looking. That's what it's looking like. Don't do this. That's what it's sounding like. She opened up gate number one. Walked into the little partition part. Mm -hmm. Dog's doing the same thing. Leg shaking. Still looking at the other dog. I'm like, don't do this. Don't open that second gate. Before I proceed, this is my hate for dog owners. This, this story I'm about to tell is my hate for dog owners mm -hmm. as well as Shitty parents. So right. just shitty parents in general, whether you're pet your child or you got a human child that's your child. I just don't like people that are raising pieces of shit. Right. So you got to think about the metacognition. Like, or do you think about the way you raise your child? Like, do you think about who they're growing to be? Like, if they're likable, do you, do you like your child? For real. Yeah. Like, do you really? I know you love them, but do you really fuck with them? Do you like your child? <sighs> Door number two opens. As I expected, <laughs> the large dog darts at the little dog. Yeah. Doesn't really look that playful. Uh, you can kind of sense it. Uh, it didn't really look like the playful dart uh, over to the other dog. Started chasing the other dog around the bench. Now these two dogs are going around this woman sitting on the bench. Wondering why this is happening while she's enjoying her fucking day with her dog. Right. In this dog park by herself. Right. Right. And she, the dog starts like yapping at the other one. Now this other dog, by the way, this little poodle, because little dogs be like this. Yeah. And and actually, now think about it. Little niggas be like this too. I guess you got to, <laughs> you got to kind of put on because you little, you've been picked on your whole life. So now you get swole and stuff like that. You try little to. dog syndrome. Exactly. So this dog ain't no bitch. Mm -hmm. This dog, this little dog turned around like, <laughs> Like, like he's trying he's not backing down really he's doing like some running away and this woman had to pick her dog up had a, had a cradled in her arm like a baby at first but then the dog was way too big the dog could easily still jumping up trying to yeah. yap at the dog she now has her dog in the air wow. like Rafiki had Simba off the cliff wow in her hands, wow. trying to make sure her dog doesn't get eaten by this other dog that's still jumping up trying to get the dog as she has it raised in the wow. air. This woman, by the way, I get to say all these things because the owner of this other, people probably went, where, where the fuck is the owner of the other dog? 
She took her sweet ass time walking over there. There was no, there was zero sense of urgency. It was sort of like when that when that dog, when that person's dog was licking that plate of pancakes from the other dude yeah. at the other table at my yeah. job, and I told you about it. Yeah. And then when the guy realized that his dog was licking the other guy's plate of food, he just said, oh, no, don't do that, and walked away. <laughs> no no apology, right. no sense of urgency, nothing, just kind of walked off. She just was just gliding over there, just glid over there, just and did, I don't know if there was an apology, I don't know what the words were, mm -hmm. but what I do know is that that woman carried her dog, like Simba, the whole way out of the dog park wow. and went home while this other lady sat in there with her dog and just let the dog run around. ruined her shit. That's not even the end. So everyone should hate this woman by now in this story. I didn't stay in that car long. Probably like another minute, minute mm -hmm. and a half. Mm -hmm. The lady leaves with her dog. The second lady that brought her dog in there and caused mayhem stayed in there for about a, two minutes and then left. So you went in there, caused that ruckus, ran this woman and her dog off that were enjoying themselves. Who knows how long they wanted to spend there and have a good time. And then now you leaving what two the minutes hell? in. You could have just taken the dog on a walk. You didn't right. have to take him to the dog park right. so you could run around in this little bit of wood right. and then take him back out. Right. Metacognition. What are you thinking, ma'am? Yeah. Did you think your dog wasn't going to... So do you not know your dog? Right. Did you not know your dog was going to do that? Did you not see the way that your dog was looking you at the other dog? every single day of your life with this animal. The dog ran off. You walked over there nonchalantly like nothing was going on. Talked to the lady. other lady left. You kicked her out. Mm -hmm. And then now you leave. Like, how do you feel about yourself, the way you conducted, the way that you're raising this because your dog, like your child is a reflection of you. So how do you feel about that? How, like, how, or do you think about these things? And that's why I related all this to accountability. Like, are you thinking about this? Hold yourself accountable. Do you realize that, that do you- The ramifications, you see, yes. Did you see what just happened? Because I did. I think this is crazy. What do you think? You don't think this is crazy? No accountability. No metacognition. Weird. It's weird. Well, you, but you're going to start paying a whole lot more attention to that and just thinking about what is this person thinking? Yeah. You just had a, somebody walk a dog in your store and take a piss on the ground. Yeah. Dog, yeah. dog walking there, piss on the ground. Okay, let's leave. Yeah. And they just left, right? Yeah. Probably. I'm certain of it. Well, I mean, they went up to the, so they, she went up to the register, needed to purchase something. She was having an issue with a coupon. Same dude that had to clean the pee up, which happened to be William oh. on his last yep. day. Yes. On his last day. Oh, I might have just let, if I was William, I might have just pieced on y'all. Like, nah, <laughs> nah, I'm good. Fuck this. Yeah, he cleaned that shit up. Went up to the counter trying to help her out with the whole coupon shit. At that point, that's when she apologized about the dog. Metacognition. Yeah. Maybe, you know, hey man, this this pod is slowly seeping into people's subconscious. Mm -hmm. They're going to think about some of these things. People like, oh, I just did this thing. Why did I do that? It might be fair to say that people that don't process or that don't use metacognition probably think that the world just revolves around them. Yes. Yes, exactly. You start seeing, and I, and I've observed people like that. I mean, they're all, all over the place, but I, but I find it interesting every time because the way I observe it is it seems as though 
Like life is just theirs. Mm-hmm. Like they're just seeing life linearly. Like it's, it's just unidimensional. Just dying through life. Yeah, like, and and all these other people that are taking up space, breathing and walking around and shit, mm-hmm. getting in my way. They're just like avatars in a video game. Like mm-hmm. they're just they're not the main character. They're yeah, just some just, other this people. This is GTA. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like they don't really matter. Yeah, it's it's a really it's a really weird vibe. But when we get on to why do it? Why do I do this thing? Mm-hmm. What what are my thought patterns and processes behind this? Something people don't think about. Another reason why I brought meditation on here to get people to have a clearer mind and more sense of awareness and presence in the moment so that you can start observing yourself mm-hmm. and thinking, oh, shit, like I do this. Why do I do this? And I have a nice I have a wonderful little tidbit here, a random tidbit that I like to throw in in alignment with that. We're just talk, talking about women. Yes. Getting in relationships with women, learning about one another, because that's what a relationship is. It's so much. And if you're not doing that, oh, my God, I just don't know what you're doing. I, it's it's just not going to work. Yeah. It's not going to work. Mm-hmm. I, I think I spoke about it. Oh, yeah. With Mikey, the way I conceptualize it is you just take a big block of marble and it's you and the other person and you guys are just chiseling away making your very own unique sculpture. Yep. And it can't look like anyone else's. Yours is not going to work like anyone else's. You have to figure out who you are, who I am, and how we now work together. Yes. This is what you are to me. And yeah. This is these this are the is, thing. I'm chipping this off. I learned this lesson. This okay. is how we work. I like hot. You like cold. I like this. You like that. So now we have to find a way to compromise constantly. Yes. Like, how do we work inside of this thing? Let me be the first because I'm no, I'm clearly not afraid to be the weirdo on here. Let me tell you something about me that you might not know, Keon, and these people might not know. And so, and my friend just had to learn about me. I think this was just yesterday. All right. Don't be out with me. Ask me to take a photo with you. And then when you don't like what I did in the photo, the way that I smiled, or the way that I did this, or the smile looked fake, or what? Don't ask me to take another photo. Damn. <laughs> Don't even ask me to smile in photos. Why though? I'm, and I'm so glad you asked me, Keon, because I've been pushing being intentional on this podcast hard for months, and this is what I'm talking about. My life comes down to all these little small sculptures that I've made for myself. Right before you can even be with anyone, you have to make your own sculpture. Uh, you got to figure out what's going on with you and how you run stuff. Right. So I have reasons for the things that I like to partake in and the reason I don't. I'm never going to give you the answer. Oh, I don't know. I just do it. That's not my thing. I think about the things I do. Let me tell you why I don't fucking like it. I don't know what the origin is and maybe we'll come back later and figure it out. But this origin, this, this idea of smile for the camera, pose for the camera, I fucking hate that idea. I can't stand that idea. Is that is that the same as just not being photogenic? No. Okay. You can take a million pictures of me. You can take as many as you want. I don't want to well, give Well, hold on. You just I said don't... you just said don't ask me to take another one. No, 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 no. You you listen, we can, you can take right, but but not under your rules, not oh, under okay. not under okay. your conditions okay. Okay. of I want it to look nice. So, so the person took the photo didn't like it. I guess I wasn't being serious enough. I wasn't taking serious enough. I was goofing around and bunch of stuff like that. And I caught a bunch of photos of a, of me fucking around with them, right? And they were candid, like actual in the moment we're laughing. I'm fucking around, 
and I have like five or six of those photos. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, oh, none of these photos are good. Like you keep fucking around and being stupid and we're just laughing and stuff like that. Just give like, let's just have a good photo. We sit, we smile, we do the thing. Right. Why do humans do that? I'm going to have people think for a second. Why do we just look at the camera and smile? He, because and, and let me just go off for a second because okay. I went off on them too. Okay. I had to, I had to have a sweet release and get this off. Here's here's something here's something that uh is actually really interesting because I had on my draw the parallels essay that I did the episode, mm-hmm. I had re- I had read something that was written about my grandfather and how it was very eerily like me. Okay. Very weird. But there was a part that I didn't put in there, and I'm going to now. He moves through, around, in between pieces of art, his creations, without disturbing the nature of the setting, and in an indefinable way becoming a work of art himself, a piece of the enormous but overwhelmingly beautiful clutter he surrounds himself with. This is Earl Jerome Hooks. Didn't spend too much time around him. You know something that people that spend a whole lot of time around me say? What's that? Earl, you got a light ass foot. Stop scaring me. Like, <laughs> st- like walk with some with some weight on you. Like, <laughs> like I'll just pop up. I think you've done maybe said it to me a couple times. RJ used to get scared of me popping up in the living room a bunch of time. Duty does. My friend does now. Everyone does. It's just like, yo, you walk so light. Like I don't even know you be here sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to know why that is? Because in order for me to experience anything, I have to be there to experience it. But if I could not, which is when people say something like, I wish I could be a fly on the wall, that's like me constantly. I always want to observe things without me disturbing the setting. I want to know what things are like when I'm not there. Okay. So when I walk around subconsciously now, I've been doing it for years, but now subconsciously, I just walk light. You just be peeking light. I just—I'm not peeking around. I just walk light because I want to hear and experience the room and the places I'm in mm-hmm. without me banging into stuff and making a bunch of noise and stuff. Uh-huh. I just want to know what it's like without me there. Uh huh. So I so I don't like to make noise when I go places. Okay. Right. Again, these are reasons why I do things. Okay. He like me. Also loved candid photos. Okay. I don't think there was, I, I can't really find any photos that he's taken of people where it was a, all right, everybody bunch together, put your arm around so-and-so. Hey, listen, I know that you don't really like him, but put your arm around him. I know that you only came to the party because this person that threw the party is your best friend, even though you said you weren't going to come because you just broke up with so-and-so and y'all's relationship is weird. But everybody smile and say cheese while we take this photo. Good times. <laughs> That's bullshit. You just feel like it's fake? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. Because it all, it be that way. When, I, when I'm around people... A lot of times it is that there's a bunch of weird emotions going around and a bunch of backstories uh-huh. that are vile uh-huh. that that is completely erased by the memory of let's put our hands around each other and smile. OK. And I can't fuck with that shit. I just I just can't. I don't see where it comes from. I want to catch people's essences. I think that's much cooler anyway. Like, let the moment be what it was. If I'm fucking around in the photos, then that's what I—that's what it was. 
So when I asked the person, why do you take photos? Their answer was to have something to look back on. I said, "Mm -mm -mm, you need another answer. That was a terrible answer. You don't know why you're taking photos. Because if you tell me it's to look, have something to look back on, then it doesn't matter what's happening in the photo. It doesn't matter if we're smiling or not, or if we're, if, we're, if we're doing the thing or not, if we're just messing around and you're catching me from the side or you're catching me making a joke or whatever. It doesn't, those things, it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, because you would have those photos to look back on. Uh-huh. So that look back on it is not a good enough answer. You would still have photos to look back on. So now what's your second answer? And it's just like, well, I guess I just wanted something nice. I'm like, what do you mean nice? What, what, like, what do you deem nice? You don't want what the natural energy of the moment was, how this person truly wanted to express themselves in that moment. You don't think that that's nice. You don't think you want to look back at photos. And then I pulled up the photos that I had taken, the five photos, five minutes before the conversation had happened. I said, look at these photos. And we started looking at them and they were great photos. Mm-hmm. Like we're not doing the thing. We're both looking and smiling, but it's a bunch of fucking around. I'm like, you're going to have much more fun looking back on these photos because they were real. Okay. They were real photos. Okay. And I just, I just think that it's a really funny thing that this perspective is the weird one. That the breaking everything that was going on in the moment so everyone can get together and look and smile and, and have a everybody smile, smile. You, you've been in those piles of people. Yeah. People are like, smile, stop having with that face on, smile. Okay, here we go. Like, that's not how those people were feeling. But you made them put a smile on so you could look back on something that was manufactured. Uh-huh. I'm not saying that everyone wasn't having a great time, but it wasn't that way. I'd much rather just have a, a photos of people enjoying themselves in the moment. Then you catch the essence of people. Oh man, I remember so and so used to move like that. Okay, I remember so and so used to yeah that laugh. It looked just like that. Like that's his genuine laugh. That's his genuine smile. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember when so and so was over here. They were over here playing spades or they were playing dominoes. They were whatever the case is. You would have those photos. Mm-hmm. And so I told him, yeah, these are the reasons why I don't like to take photos the way you like for them to be taken. Okay. But this is the whole point of you know getting older making your sculptures, making a sculpture with someone else, learning each other, understanding why each other likes certain things, don't want to participate in other things, and metacognition mm-hmm. and understanding someone else's uh, thought processes. Like, this, this is mine. I get it. I, like, it's not for no reason. It's just, it's, it's ridiculous. And we're not posting stuff on Instagram anyway, so it's not like you trying to show it. Right. And even if you were, then... I would still do the same thing I'm doing now. I'm still not just posing for whoever on Instagram. I'm not doing the social media thing. Uh I'm not doing it. And so my response to that is, hey, listen, even if we were to do the Instagram thing, you need to know that there are mad people with shitty ass relationships with fire Instagrams. Their photos and their togetherness and love in the photos look amazing. Right. But yeah, so-and-so is cheating on so-and-so and they're about to get a divorce for this reason or whatever the case is. Right. But it'd be like that. Like, so, you know, people have to make uh, marked decisions on whether they want to be with someone and have a real relationship and it'd be good. Right. And not have social media presence and give a fuck about these photos in this way. Right. In this cookie cutter way. Or you can have the opposite. <laughs> But that's a decision for whomever to make. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I just wanted I just wanted to bring that in. Yeah. Don't I, I don't don't tell me how to pose in your fucking photos. I'm going to pose how I want to. 
in that and, and this goes for everybody that ever wants to take a photo with me i'm going to pose however i want to and that's going to be the photo is not whatever i'm feeling that's going to be me in the photo do you have like oh so just whatever you, you, so you don't just have like a, just a go-to like i like the i like i like doing this pose like, no it's okay. just it's whatever it's whatever i'm doing okay. and again i probably won't pose okay so what i mean so when you don't pose what does that look like uh, you might need just need to get candids of me. Again, if we're taking them together, like mm -hmm. this is going to be a thing, then it's going to be whatever I'm going to do in the moment. Mm -hmm. I could just be a clown in the moment and just make a dumb face or mm -hmm. do or do whatever, try to get you to laugh before we, the photo is taken. Mm -hmm. It could be any of those things. Okay. But it's going to be sporadic and it's going to be whatever I feel like expressing at that moment. You're at uh, Mount Rushmore. Want to take a quick pick with your friend? What's that looking like? Um, or you don't know. It's just whatever. There's probably going to be various ones. Okay. Yeah, like I'm going to probably take one that looks like I'm taking a shit on someone's head. You know, I feel like that's got to be a... That's got to be a popular one at Mount Rushmore. Like, if oh, if you up there on... Oh, no, I don't oh. even think you can get up there. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you can hike to the top and be on top of their heads. I doubt not. it. I oh. seriously doubt it. Oh, you just in front of them? Yeah. I'm not even doing that. You're not doing that? I'm not even going to Mount Rushmore to take photos right, in front of these white Niagara men's Falls. heads. Yeah. I'm Somewhere that you might be interested in. Somewhere you might be happy to go to. Well, yeah, again, it depends on the moment, like literally how I'm feeling in that exact moment when you put salute, you. when you pull out that camera. But, okay. all, but all I'm saying is that there ought to be processes behind the things that you do, because I'm certain if you ask this question of people, they're probably asking themselves the question right now. Why do I do this? Why do yeah. I take photos like yeah. this? Why do I allow this person that I'm with to just keep taking photos of me in a way that I don't feel comfortable or whatever. Like, why can't I tell my significant other? I don't like these photos. Right. I don't like posing and doing this like this. Like, this is really weird. Right. I told you about photos. Fuck it. I told you about photos of people like kissing on Instagram. That's weird to me. That is weird. Like, 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 all right, let's get our, let's get our lips together. And then yeah. uh, and then your eyes are closed and you try to make sure you get the right angle. And then you look back, and then what if it ain't the photo that you wanted? Oh, now you gotta keep, oh, kiss me. Yeah, oh, put your lips back on mine. And how many times are you gonna do that? Like, that's just weird to me. Like, yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm not, I'm not that thirsty to show. Yeah. I'm not that thirsty to show. Yeah. As long as I got it, I'm good. Yeah. So, th so that's, that's where metacognition sort of took me. I got you. Yeah. I got Intentionality, you. Intentionality, man. I got you. Uh, Fuck all of that. Where are we at? Uh, we at an hour 20. Okay. I was 20. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I guess I got I got one more story. What you got for the people, man? What got, you got for the and people? I want, I want, we I mean, ain't talking about nothing serious. We ain't talking about COVID and how and how and how they dropping yeah, yeah. and we how they just about COVID. How they I know, right? Like how tired can you get? They just dropping variants on us every day. Everybody yeah. listen, no matter if you're vaccinated, you now you need a booster, you need a mask. Everybody yes. need a mad runner. It's yes. just it, you you're dying regardless. I know people, I've known various people that have gotten vaccinated. They got it. They sick. It hurt them bad. Mm -hmm. Like they in the crib right now. Like I know people. Okay. So yeah, it's just it's it all that's crazy. So that's a quick deep dive onto uh COVID right now. <laughs> and then and then the Taliban just want to just just because I haven't spoken to you about this at all. We're not oh, even yeah. gonna get into this. Yeah. But for anybody that don't know, Taliban it's, taking over there's Afghanistan. Some wild shit going on over there. And did you see? You saw the videos of the plane taking yes. off. The Americans coming yes. back. Yes. And these people, all these people holding on to this airplane. The only thing I wanted to say. Metacognition. Is. Well, you're you're talking about the cognition, like the, the thought processes of the people holding on to the airplane. Yeah. I mean, you almost have to assume that they felt like obviously they they knew, they felt like the risk was worth it. But it's like. I don't know. 
I don't. So this is what I wanted to say, because I know what you're saying already before you said, I'm gonna let you say it. Like, cause you're not gonna be able to hang on the whole time. I like, I liken it to when the twin towers came down and they said that all those people were just hopping out of windows because when you feel real flame, real heat, you just got to get out. There's, there's, it's not even an option. Yeah. You just hop out of the window and you know that that ain't an option either. Really? Right. Like that's not going to get you anything, but it, I'm not, I can't. Stay in the flame. Right. It's like when you put your hand on a hot iron or a stove, you don't got to think about it too much. Right. It's the same thing. I'm out of this window. Right. And that's what put this in a perspective for me because I didn't know exactly how bad it was yeah. until I see that in the very first thing pops in my mind is the twin towers and the twin towers. And then I think the Taliban to these people is like the fire for those people in the Twin Towers. Makes they're sense. like, they're like, no, you may not, it may look crazy and theatrical to you, me trying to hold on to this plane for the duration of a flight back to America. Yeah. But you don't know what this flame feel like. That's true. That's true. And and so when I saw that and I, I connected those dots, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. That flame That's is true. hot. That's true. I wasn't trying to be insensitive when I when I when I when yeah I say no that. I know you were. It's weren't. just like I just I just can't imagine. I can't imagine. I cannot right imagine exactly what that kind of fear feels like. Just feeling as if I cannot stay here. I have to attach myself to this plane. I might fall and die. And how but, does that make you feel about your problems here in America? I ain't got none. I have no problems. I just, I, no I just really hope that these sort of stories, and this is not to say that every time, like you need to pick me up, you just need to think about people that are going through all the worst shit in the world that's yeah. worse than you, like that. But it does work. It should kind of shift things yeah. into perspective. Should humble you <laughs> because the way I talked, to, I, I said this to V the other day. If we look at the Hollywood Hill Kardashian types mm. the way that we do. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to get into that. We know the way that we look at kids that were just raised in the Hollywood Hills with Ferraris and Lamborghinis and just live this lifestyle. We are that to a lot of people in the world. All you got to do is widen the scope. That's and true. then we're all of that. You, me, the pe- a lot of people, mostly actually probably all of y'all listening to this podcast are those people to motherfuckers in, over there in Afghanistan right now, uh-huh. to, you know, people in MAD, people in North Korea yeah. right now where the streets and, and rivers are flooded with with dead people. Uh-huh. Like, it's it's like that. So, yeah, we're living, a, we got a wild, a wild lottery ticket. Yes. Wild lottery ticket. Yes. And we take it for granted every day. Yes, we do. So I just wanted to say that. So that's so that's our deep dive into both of those things. Got, got all right. Now that we got like you know, social things, international <laughs> things, events taking place. Um you just, have a story. Yeah, just a real quick story. I'm at work and there's this guy I work with. I'm going to call uh this is what I call him at work. His uh we'll call him Big Ream. Big Ream. Big Ream. Indeed. Um Big Ream tells me about a situation he had with a customer uh, the other day. And I'm just like, okay, you know, what happened? Said he went to the back where the employees are at, where the employee food, bags, things are at. And there's a guy back there um, sitting in. Okay, so 
my place of work, we also sell chairs. Uh, we sell a lot of things. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't work there anymore, though. Um, so he said, there's a gentleman in the back praying, um, assuming that this is part of his religion. He needs to pray. Mm-hmm. Fine. I'm assuming that he, you know, coming to my job and praying just kind of coincided that day. But it's like, Big Reem goes up to him and he's like, in the middle of prayer, it's like, hey, like, hey, you, you can't be back here. Mm. Dude ignores him, continues praying. Oh, nigga, faith. <clears throat> and so. Oh. Nigga, I, big, like, big, like, nigga, I am talking to God right now. You think I got time to talk to you, Big Reem? I'm talking to the creator of the universe. Big I don't Reem, got time for you. Big Reem says it again. He's like, hey, like, you can't be back here. And the dude stops his prayer, looks at him, is like, why are you so angry? <laughs> that was the best response in the world. And so Big Reem is like, he was like, like, I'm not, he was like, I'm not angry. I'm, you know, I'm I'm trying to be respectful. Like, you can't be back here. Right. Like this is the this is like the break room. Like yeah. this, you can't just like you don't work here. You yes. can't yes. just be back here. Yes. Cause like people's belongings are back here. Right. The things that we eat and drink are back here. Like you don't work here. Yes. You can't just be back here. <laughs> like I understand that you're praying, and I really hate to stop you from doing that, but like you could have asked anybody, is there a safe place, mm-hmm. a decent place right. in here where I could go to pray? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can't just come back here right. in a place that you're, you know, you're not supposed to be back here. Right. You know that. Yes. Every, you, anybody knows that. Yes. You So, you know, in the dude, I, I don't know if he was at the end of his prayer or not, but he, you know, he gets up and, you know, he goes back to the front and, you know, big Reem telling me this story. And he's just like wondering, like, if he did the right thing. Mm. And I'm just like, I mean, yeah, I think so. I think you did the right thing. Like, we're people can't just you can't just be back here. Like, I get that you're praying, but like, the right yeah. thing to do would have been to ask: Is there a good pray? I I need to pray. Yes. Can Can I find? Can you find? Is there a decent place in here where I could pray in silence? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Yes. You. Yes. There are always two sides to the coin. <laughs> and these are the two sides very easily laid out like yeah man you can come in here ask somebody to pray we don't want you to go miss your time go yeah. ahead you know pray. we'll find you a decent spot right. to do that yeah yeah just not next to my book bag yeah like you like this is just there's a lot of places that you can go in here i don't even shit i'll stand over here and make sure nobody interrupts you i'll do right that. yeah 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 that's kind of what i was thinking is he could have done that Because you know what? Let me just go ahead and stand next to this dude. Like, how long is he going to pray for? Yeah, like. Now, but but what is the end of this? So he says, why are you mad? And he says back to him, what, like, what, like, how does it go? No, he's just, he. he, Did he kick him out? No, no, no. He said, he was like, I'm not angry. You know, I'm, you know, I don't mean to interrupt you, but like, you just, you can't be back here. And did the guy get up though is what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Went back to the front. I don't know what happened after that. Uh. But, you know, Reem is telling me this story a couple days later. Just asking me like, you know, do you think I did the right thing? And I was like, yeah, no, I think you did the right thing. Like people need to know their boundaries. Yes. Use metacognition 
and think about what it is you're doing right now. Amen. Like you can't just walk into here, just willy nilly, just walk wherever the hell you want to walk and just start doing your own thing. That's people all the time. <laughs> That's the life. So it's like I live. I hate to interrupt somebody in the middle of prayer, but like this is just this. You can't do it here. I know you wanted to duck off to a place where nobody was really at. Right. But this is the wrong place where nobody is at. Because we people's stuff is back here. And as soon as somebody say, hey, I can't find that 20 that was in my wallet. Now we got to start asking, damn, did that dude that was praying back there, did he did he took, you know what I'm saying? Oh, where's my purse? Oh, I, I don't know where my purse is. Damn, who ate my lunch? Where's my lunch? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> God forbid there's some inventory back there. Like, oh, hey, damn, what? What the hell happened to that office chair? The office chair he was praying in. Yeah, you know, I got nothing because I'm just going to start shitting them. I've had people walk in the back of the kitchen. Yes. Yeah. Like just walk. Just imagine you walking in a restaurant, not seeing anybody out like on the floor manning anything because maybe it's the first thing in the morning. So, well, here's the first thing. You wouldn't be doing this because the restaurant would be closed. So you wouldn't be able to walk in. Uh-huh. But since this is a resort, people are already there. So like you can just walk downstairs and go over to the, so you walk in the restaurant, no one's around, no one's manning anything. Why? Because it's not open. Yeah. It's an open sign. It tells it's you what time. Now. Right. So they walk in the restaurant, see no one there, and they walk all the way back, push open the door to the back of the house in the restaurant where Eggs people are cooking. Now. And it's just like, excuse me, is there anyone? Can someone come out here? Like, <laughs> wow. Like, y'all really don't give a shit. No. Do you know what it would take for me? Like, I couldn't even imagine myself just having no. the audacity to just start walking around places, opening up doors yeah. and telling people to come work for me. Like, it's, it's just... Hey man, you know you. I'm just lost sometimes, just looking at people. I'm, yeah. You know, I start looking at people like children. Yeah. Like, wow, man, wow. There's been some arrested development yeah, in, in no, your and life. Kids walk this earth with just not giving a shit. It's it's <laughs> yeah. It's kids I, walk this earth crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I don't need to get any any deeper in it. In my, <laughs> I'll, I'll save some some more annoying. Uh, customer service stories for later. Yeah. Uh, do we have anything else that we need to talk to the people? I think this has been a good wrap up, a good uh, re uh, reemergence of Keon, letting us yes, know sir. where you're at, where you are. Yes, sir. Love for the people again to Jessica and Mikey. Love to all the listeners. We love you. Thank to the, you so to the much. the new listeners too, because I know we got some new y- ones. Yes. Th- yes. New listeners. I don't know what it is, but I'm glad you're here. Yes. I'm glad you're here. You're rocking with us. Hit us yes. up on Instagram. We'll take any contributions, anything you got to say. If, if you just started listening in the last two weeks, I am the regular co-host. Yeah. Just in case you didn't know. Yeah. But I'm every now and again, here. every now and again, <laughs> I will be I will be looking around to be, you know, having some people pop in. So if you feel like you got something you want to say, you want to have a conversation with me, whatever the case is, we can work it out. Hit the DMs. Do it. Hit the DMs. Uh, last at, words. Uh, oh, at ALW pod. Yes. At ALW pod. Please follow. Uh, yeah, my last words are, you know, based on what we've been talking about this entire time, please stop and think about what it is you're doing, uh, in the act 
maybe before the act and after the act. <laughs> yeah. Please do this. I promise you, you will find some enlightenment. <laughs> some enlightenment will be found. Uh, and, and what I will say is probably some sort of piggyback off of that. Find intention in the things that you do. Find intention. Stop Stop being the person where if I ask you, why do you do this? You just say, oh, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just, I just do it. This is what I've seen other people do. This is what my parents did. This is what their grandparents did. This you know who people... does that? My son. Childish. Don't. Exactly. <laughs> Have an answer for the things that you do. Have meaning behind the decisions that you make. You make mad decisions every day. A lot of them. Mm-hmm. Have some intention behind them. Yep. Ask yourself why you keep taking these photos and you got to smile and get the right angle. <laughs> Ask yourself that. Why is just your face and the other person's presence just not enough uh-huh. for you? That is the moment. That is natural. That is what's real. Welcome to real nigga shit. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>